1: Great to have your company on Sunday Crunch Time. It's all for Cleanaway, Up your disposal efficiency with Clean Away. Terry Wallace and Sam Edmund at the MCG. I'm at Marvel Stadium where the roof is open, boys, and it's been raining. But this is the, this is the new normal, I suppose, for Marvel Stadium.
2: Well, it's raining here at the MCG too, Jack, so we might be in for a
1: miserable one today. <laughs> uh, the Giants were not miserable. There was a lot to smile about from their performance first up, and Phil Davis has been good enough to join us here at our first edition of Sunday Crunch Time. Phil, thanks for your time.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, one game, obviously, in, in what is going to be at this stage a 17-game season, but I'd imagine a, a lot of boxes that you would have been pretty pleased to tip.
0: Yeah, it was obviously pleasing to, to start the way we did. You know, we did both things pretty well. You know, a few things we've got to tidy up, but this time it's not too bad to be in that position. But uh, pleasing to beat a, a good side.
3: Phil, Terry Wallace at the MCG. Uh, it was a side that took it up to you. I, I thought it was a really... Good standard game for a round one game, and uh, yeah, Geelong brought uh, a fair bit of intensity to the uh, to the table. But it was it was pleasing to sort of see that you guys handled that uh, very very well first up.
0: Yeah, Terry, I agree, man. I think I think their pressure, um, you know, they they're, they play a really good system type of football. You know, they they like to play in their forward half. They've got forwards and midfields. They can apply a lot of pressure. And then on top of that, they've got some stars. You know, between Dangerfield, Selwood, and Duncan and obviously then Ablett turned the clock back a bit last night too. It was a um, it was a challenging performance, but I was proud of our group to stand up and you know, to end up winning by four or five goals. Was very pleasing.
3: You made a grand final last year, but every side has to improve every year if they're going to get there. Uh, I've always thought sort of thought you've got the personnel there, but just were you as tight in all the areas of the uh, of the game as what some of the other sides were? that's where my question has always been for you taking that next step and ultimately uh, winning one. Was there anything specifically over the summer that you just sort of said, you know, gee, can we just clamp down on a a couple of little areas?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, we're always trying to make our system stronger and tighter, uh, but also leave a little place for our flair, because I think we've got a lot of great young players and players throughout our group that need to have a bit of space to be creative. Um, But, you know, we're always looking to defend better. I think all the sides are chasing, you know, the the Richmonds of the world who are very good at um, defending, especially the front half. That's something we're working really hard on. Um, I've been really impressed with the work that, in particular our forwards, you know, the likes of Jeremy Cameron, Toby Green, etc. have been working really hard on. Can we defend better in our front half to, you know, put some pressure? Because I think, you know, our ability to score off turnovers last night was very impressive. That's what the best teams are doing
2: hey phil sam edmund here now everyone likes a bargain buy Now he gave up a fourth round pick for sam jacobs and last night you've kicked eight goals to three from stoppage i mean as good as mummy is and was as a bash and crash ruckman here you've got a genuine tap specialist haven't you and he can um he holds the
0: keys to that midfield yeah we obviously um yeah we're pretty happy to get sam at a fourth round pick i'm cloud my old side decided that they didn't think he was uh <laughs> worth keeping which was a nice treat. So thank you to Adelaide for that present. Um but you know, I think Mummy what he did for us for that you know four or five years it was just incredible. He's still on the list now to help if um you know we go down that path with two ruckman or if Sam gets hurt, he, he's ready to go. But you know, Sam Sam to me is still a top six top ruck, kind of ruckman in the competition and you know he, he's been around the market as the best ruckman for a long time and Unfortunately last year he got injured, um, but fortunately for us it fell in our face and I thought what he was able to do, you know, he really wore down Darcy uh, Fort last night in my opinion and then you know, really gave first look to our mid and you know, the clearances were pretty even in the first half is slightly in their favour but we slowly wore them down and Sam was an integral part of that.
2: And what about Matty De Boer, who got some of the plaudits he deserved with his role, uh, tagging role last year? I mean, another scalp last night. We know he's got Paddy Dangerfield before, but any time you can hold Paddy Dangerfield, even in a shortened game, to sixteen touches and five frees against, for good measure, you take it. He's just been tremendous for you,
0: hasn't he? Yeah, those selfless role players are things that make teams better. And that he thrives on his ability to concentrate, etc. Is incredible and as you say you know obviously danger still has an impact on the game but I think every team that comp would take that um, when you're playing against Paddy I the start of the competition and for Matt to get the job done like that was a big part of why we had so much success.
3: Phil before you uh you come on we were just having a chat about Harry Perryman and uh yeah it finished in goals last night which is always great and uh, a bonus and he gets a pat on the back because he hits the scoreboard probably heavier than what he ever has but my call was yeah, and you guys would know even more, but I thought from a football point of view, he announced himself preliminary final day last year. Um, you know, he had a body of work before that, but what he did on preliminary final day to help you get you, get you guys in, yeah, uh, you know, he played on side bottom for a, a lot of that uh, particular game. It seems like he's got a pretty fair career ahead of him.
0: Yeah, Terry, I think that's a spot on call. He's kind of a bloke that has just got better every year, and, you know, that prelim, he was outstanding, as you say, and then. I probably think he had the best pre-season out of all of our players this year. Right. Um, the thing that separates him for me is he's so clean. I think we forget that he was a pick and you know, he's just been working really hard at his craft. You know, he's, you know, he's slowly built into his career while working extremely hard. The, the, diligence, dil, the diligence he applies off-field with his extras he does is incredible, but he separated himself this year by one, his ability to work and get fitter and fitter. You know, Now he's at... A point where he's got a very, very good engine, uh, which is vital to play that wing. And then on top of that, he's so clean. Probably one of the cleanest players I've ever played with. And he looks, uh, looks coy to take his uh, career
2: to another level. Hey, Phil, you guys were one of the first clubs, I think, to close your footy department off to the public with the coronavirus hitting. And geez, hasn't it hit so quickly? Uh, and now that's very much the norm. In fact, that's the minimum requirement in a lot of places. I mean... How constant has the education in this space been for you guys as a, as a playing group and a, and a wider club?
0: Yeah, we're very fortunate that you know, as you say, we we, we were onto it quite quickly, but also our doctor Bassett Moses has been very consistent um, in his messaging with us. You know, we're getting repeatedly all the new, all the information we need is getting sent to us. You know, we've had you know multiple emails over the last week, every day, saying how things are changing, and what's next, etc. So that's been great for us. And as you know, you know the being vigilant and understanding of the is vital and um, that's been a big part of it Now we've got to continue to get the, the best information because it's so important not only for us but for the general public as well that you know we're, we're taking precautions required and you know you think about you know the selfless nature of all of our fans and members who you know have paid up and you know continue to support us yet they don't get the pleasure of coming and watching us and yeah you know, we've we've continued to get that great support from them. You've know, got a lot of messages before the game yesterday from videos from them which was great and now everyone's sort of making sacrifices, etc. and, and you know, we as players are trying to do that with our footy club, and I'm glad the footy club is putting that in
2: place. And just personally for you, I mean, you're human, obviously. You've got to let you got like you enjoy a life outside of the game. I mean, what sacrifices are you making at the moment? Because many people are quarantining themselves, but especially as players, we're led to believe that you really have to toe the line pretty closely. Is, is it a case for you for just home club, home club, home club? How
0: are you going about your day-to-day life? Yeah, it's pretty initial at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, basically don't spend any time with anyone that isn't involved with the footy club, um, which is pretty boring for my partner. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's just something that we're willing to do. You know, we, we want to make sure that our risks are as low as possible um, because from our point of view, if we can you know, continue to keep our circles very small, you know, the chance of one of our players getting it is very low, which means our risk of getting it is quite low too, even when we play against each other. So... That's something we're trying to do. Trying to make as many second, you know, we've probably gone you now well and truly beyond what the government ha- have said so far. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a little bit boring. You're getting cooped up. Like for example, they've closed a fair few of Sydney beaches. they so trying to work out the water recovery today is a bit more challenging than normal.
3: And Phil, just before we hand you back to uh, to Jack, it's a trip back to the MCG hopefully next week. hopefully we're uh, we're still on and and still playing. Uh, number one, uh, are you comfortable with everything that the AFL have put in place from a travel aspect for uh, for you guys? And just the opportunity, I know it won't be you know, one hundred thousand like it was the last time you were here, but the opportunity of getting back to the MCG.
0: Yeah, I think you know what the AFL being able to put in place um, has been very good, and we're very impressed with you know how they've been able to adapt and change and you know, push forward with the, the newest um, advice that we've been given. Um, so that makes me feel very comfortable. You know, their ability to get flights where it's just the plays is really good because that's important to make sure that we're you know, isolating ourselves as much as possible to reduce the risk. And I think they're pushing that, and willing to make compromises around that, which is great. But secondly, yeah, I think it's just good to play on that ground, obviously. Anytime there's a crowd there, it, it, the atmosphere is definitely different. However, you know, the ground itself just plays a little bit more differently, which is always good just to get that experience. And you know, fingers crossed, there is a game. You know, hopefully, we can push through the agenda, um, sorry, the fixture as quickly as possible so we can cram some games. But um, yeah, we're looking forward to hopefully get on the MCG on Saturday. Phil, as like so we. Just...
1: Yeah, sorry,
0: sorry, Sammy, Jack, go You
1: go. No, you go.
2: I was just going to say, Phil, just on that, have you been told to prepare for maybe a midweek game? Um, the AFL has said they'd be willing to accelerate, as they say, some of these earlier rounds to bank them, so to speak. Have you been told to prepare for maybe a midweek game in Melbourne?
0: Uh, oh, not this week. I'm pretty sure we're, we're definitely playing Saturday this week. But going forward yep. on the agenda, um, you know, I'm not very good at Excel spreadsheets <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So trying to change the fixture would be a pretty big challenge. I so. Hopefully, you know, we can put that in place because, as we know, you know, sadly, if you look around the world, unless we can really push forward in, you know, what measures we're taking as a country, uh, we're going to get to a point where, unfortunately, a player might be exposed to it and that shuts down the competition for 30 days and then delays everything. So, mm. hopefully, you know, we can continue to take great measures so that the game can continuing and uh, hopefully get to these midweek games so we can play as many games as possible for, for the people at home and all our fans. Phil, thanks for
1: joining us. We really
0: appreciate
1: it and well done on a really good performance first up. Hey, Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. Phil Cheers, Davis Phil. from the Giants joining us on Sunday Crunch Time for Clean Away. Up your disposal efficiency.
3: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply, so visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.